welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. Salam, nerds! It's your boy Neves, aka Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host Jeff, aka Mortal Comjazz. Oh yes! <laughs> you know when I saw that man, I was so hyped. It's like it's so us. Like it's just so perfect the way they put that one little detail in there. I thought it was cool. They talked about Melina and how she eats uh, people and then mm-hmm. parts them out. I'm like, oh, pretty fitting for a zombie show. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, just yeah. perfect. I like just, that little reference perfect. to video games in a show about video games. <laughs> a little meta right there, right? <laughs> it's very meta now that I think about it. <laughs> very meta. Well, listen, we have to introduce our guest who's been on here, what, three times now? Four times? What is it? What's the, what's the number? Trace. Who cares? Number... Just make him. Oh, he's got the hat <laughs> trick. We need to bring in a turkey for him. <laughs> you know, like in, bowling, Salamner, dude. <laughs> in, in bowling, you get like a turkey if you come here three times. He's going to be on every episode for this because he is the expert on The Last of Us. He this is, is the most knowledgeable of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm the halal turkey. I'm glad to be yeah. here. Oh, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, listen, listen. This episode was pretty good. It's one of the only episodes where they have actual food in the show. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Um, I mean, all right. they had well, turkey, they had rabbit, they had steak, they had a little bit of everything. Mm. It was good. Yeah, we found out what kind of wine to pair with the rabbit. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I Not that I, I know what to pair anything with wine. Right. <laughs> like the three of us, none of us would know. <laughs> no, none of us have any experts. idea. Yo, if you're in the comments, please let us know um, what kind of wines go well with different types of meat. Because we have I no know. clue. <laughs> I have no clue. I, I never knew, like, you have to pair wines. Like, it's kind of weird. That I concept, mean, I guess it makes like, sense. Like, you know, pizza and Pepsi go great together. You know, burgers and Coke. Like, yeah, I guess. Why? You couldn't eat, drink wine with a burger? I mean, I guess you could. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I thought we were living in America. I thought you could do whatever you want. <laughs> we have freedom, but I have the freedom to choose what not to do. All hey, right, right. Fair, America. Fair, fair. Um, listen, this episode, just like Nick Offerman in this episode. <laughs> I know this, yo, this episode was fantastic. And as April has said in the comments already, this episode was perfect. Uh, so, oh, look, Ruby's here oh, too. Yep. Something, something white wine with fish. Hmm, oh, oh yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, something, yeah. something is that a... <laughs> I've I've heard that at wedding episodes on TV shows. That's, that's, that's where all my knowledge goes. You know, uh, the only part on my driver's test that I failed is the alcohol part. Like, I got all of those questions wrong. <laughs> when you get to driver's uh, test. I, I was like, we're... this won't really ever affect me. <laughs> I mean, is the answer not zero to everything? Like, <laughs> No, it's not, actually. They were like, this, uh, like, how much more does wine get you drunk than alcohol compared to, like, shots compared to that? Like, there were all these questions, and I was like, they're all alcohol to me. I don't care. 
<laughs> I mean, all right, Jersey, good for y'all, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't mess around. <laughs> Unless right, you want to right. slap upside the head. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, listen, this this episode was was really cool. Um, I was excited to watch this episode. It starts off with uh, with Ellie and Joel still rummaging through uh, this like little uh, what is it store kind of or yeah, I don't know it's what a it was, like, corner store. store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you see them rummaging around, and uh, you know she has some uh, womanly toiletries that she sees that <laughs> she goes and grabs, and I was like, "Hey, cool!" I was like, I- "I've never seen that on The Walking Dead," so hey, <laughs> girls have needs. <laughs> it was a nice touch because, like, you know, Rosie, you actually have a daughter, right? But the rest of like, we have no idea about this stuff. We don't really think about it. So it was like, oh, I would never have thought about that in an emergency. But hey, good for them for representation here. Yeah. Yeah. When whenever there's a major disaster, whether it be you know, man-made or or natural, that's you know, these types of things, whether it be for babies or feminine products or otherwise, um, are always some of the first things that you need um, because don't really think about them you know uh, us guys but you know people need need these really essential products mm-hmm. i'm really glad you brought that up because that was actually a big deal uh, in pakistan recently when the floods happened mm-hmm. right and uh, a lot of misogynist men were were not about that and they were like no we need to have some of these feminine products and all this stuff and they weren't putting it through the forefront and then there was a big backlash about it which i was like even in disaster like misogyny rears his ugly head so yeah this was cool that they added that in there i feel like it was very important and uh Mm -hmm. you can still donate to the pakistani flood relief actually guys we've been had it we've had it in our profile forever so it's also on my tiktok and on my uh what do you call it uh instagram by the way Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, as ruby in the comments is saying yes as a girl thank you because like many shows do not bring this up so this was a very nice touch for half of the audience i'm assuming <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. no it was really really cool uh but ellie is not afraid like she sees the zombies trapped under all this rubble she's like let me go give him a scar above his eye and i was like that was weird <laughs> like this girl's a little <laughs> twisted uh, but then again, she's born in the zombie apocalypse, so, you know, fear is different there, I guess. Uh, and then she didn't hesitate to kill him. And then she just shows up like nothing happened, which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Cold-blooded. No, uh, she, like, I think it was a good touch there, too, because, uh, you know, she's a 12-year-old girl, I believe, in this show. I think she's 14. Oh, 14, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, so having her actually have her first kill like that is definitely going to help her for a future setup and i'm glad they brought that up here like this was a it wasn't something that uh they had to like you know oh like i'm gonna be so scared with my first kill like no she's seen it she knows how to do it and then in case of emergency i think she's ready and we saw that actually come up a late, bit later but we'll touch on that uh when we get to that scene all right all right um, the other thing I thought was fascinating, she didn't know what a plane was. I thought that was yeah. fascinating. That is such yeah. an interesting concept. She was like, you guys 
blue in those? And he's like, yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> like, yeah. She was like, who cares? She was like, who Spirit cares? Airlines. You were in the sky. Like, and I'm just like, exactly. kind of put things in perspective. I was like, yeah, we, we've flown in the sky. That's wild. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, we are, you know, just meat bags with a little electricity. <laughs> and we go into these giant metal tubes weighing thousands of pounds. And then, essentially, we just hit a couple of buttons, and boom, we're in the air. Like, just gliding through the air at hundreds of miles an hour in giant metal tubes weighing tons. And we like to bitch about it. Like This is, like, the coolest thing ever, if you really think about it. Well, yeah, listen, you would bitch about it, too, if you took Spirit Airline. I'm just saying. I'm just mm, saying. Okay, wow. Well. <laughs> that is your fault for flying Spirit Airlines. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, Ruby over here says if uh, people uh, want stickers, they can donate. And she'll send them stickers, too. So if you want to donate to the Pakistani Relief Fund, uh, she can send you stickers. Wow, that's really cool. Oh, cool. That is dope. super dope. Ruby, yeah, uh, do you put your uh, links in the comments, and we'll yeah, put drop them onto link. our link trees. Yeah. Yes, people add them on our link tree. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, all right, and then uh, we get to see this grave of just like dead bodies everywhere. And I thought that was really, really chilling because when they zoom in, they zoom in and you see like this blanket and you can just assume that it's like a baby kid, a child. Yeah. And then they do a flashback and you see the baby Oh, man, that's what it really gets you. It gets you in the feels, man. It gets you in the feels. I was not prepared for that. Like, when I first saw the, the the thing, I was like, oh, it's just a cute little shirt. No, it was smaller than that. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh no. Yeah. It's hard to see. Babies. I'm never a fan of that stuff. I, I, I can't do it. Have a baby Dude, I don't know how you would do I it. I cannot. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, that's uh, why I only have two. Because uh, I feel like if I was ever in a zombie apocalypse, I could take both kids under my arms and run. But, like, mm. uh, I don't think I'd do that with three. So, shout out to all the parents out there with uh, three or more kids. Yeah, I mean, your um, wife has two more arms, right? So that's, <laughs> that is true, too. Well, somebody's got to, you know, have the guns. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. also, true. also true. Also true. Okay, so, Rezzy, you got the kids, and your wife got the guns and the ammo. All right, that yeah, makes that, sense. That's probably, what's, yeah, that's probably what's going on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yep, Raph is right. This yeah, is yeah, yeah, a happy episode. <laughs> and, uh, we're gonna get into the uh, the the heavy parts because it was heavy, but it was kind of sweet. It was very interesting. I like it, and I'm very curious to ask Jazz and Rusty how it deviates from the game because there was so much detail in there. There was so much happening, and it was such a beautiful story. Um, I don't know if the game <laughs> had the amount of time to put something like that in there, so I I don't know. But we we saw the government kill their own people. Everything went to shit. This guy came out, uh, and he was kind of like a doomsday prepper, a survivalist, as he likes mm -hmm. to call it. So he had everything all prepped. And then when everyone left his town, he turned his town into like a little fortress, which mm -hmm. I thought was really, really cool. Um, and then basically what happens is he ends up finding another man, doesn't trust him, decides to bring him to his house, give him some much, give him, let him take a shower, clean clothes, give him a meal, then send him on his way. And then thus began one of the most romantic zombie love stories of all time. I did not expect, <laughs> I did not expect to be like, this. I was like, this 
is the first 12 minutes of up is this what's happening right now are we going to <laughs> yes, get our yes. heart wrench like, I was it was wild. So, so exactly what i thought <laughs> so we're yeah. gonna get into it in detail but like how much do we know about this character bill in the video games because we went into pretty much good detail here rosie i'll let you take this one because uh I, I play the games too and i know it's very yeah. different but i think you can remember more of the details so go ahead yeah it was uh it was so different uh, mm -hmm. so uh you go to bill's town right and you're trying to find a car very much like in this um scenario um but you're walking through right you're walking through this town and you find all these booby traps so instead of frank kind of falling into this hole you are falling into things so what mm. happens is you're going through you're like looking for all the tripwires uh joel knows where they all are um or at least some of them and so you have to kind of shoot them and all that but then you go into this room and you open the door and then a rope grabs you by the leg and flips you upside down and on the other side is a counterweight of a fridge and you have like an obviously making a ton of noise and ellie's trying to get you out of this while you're hanging upside down swarms of zombies are coming in yeah and then all of a sudden it, then she starts to get the counterweight off he falls down and as soon as a zombie comes and gets him uh bill comes out of nowhere with the mask on like just kind of chucking zombies aside and then just um runs them out of there so it's it was so different um and i i liked it i mean it was a good deviation and a way that really um brought a lot of care um to to the story yeah raf says so the game was more subtle with the characters but this episode will be up for nominations and here's why like um it, the game came out in 2003 right who we are now as a society is a lot different than who we were in 2003. Like we were making gay jokes and you know, everything else that went with it. It was it we would be canceled in today's culture if uh, we were making the same jokes we were making in 03. So back then it wasn't exactly acceptable to have LGBTQ characters. And so as Raf mentioned, it was very subtle. Like they were yeah. partners, right? And like, yeah, they almost made exactly. it sound like business partners and whatnot. But this episode completely flipped that and showed what it really should have been, in my opinion. Like, I, I like this episode and the portrayal of the story better than like the game story of it. Yeah. So, so I would in say the game, one... they weren't gay. Yeah. It was just telling me, or at least it was. Well, they were hinted. Subtle. I was actually so I was I was just gonna mention that. So I I was um, like replaying part of this, and at one point. Um, you're, you don't know where Frank is, right? Bill doesn't know where Frank is. And so you're looking for both car parts and Frank. And then you come into this room and you see a man hanging in a, in a house. Um, and it's Frank. Um, and so he had all these bite marks on him and he hung himself because he didn't want to infect Bill. Mm -hmm. And so like, and then he sheds a tear. So like there's, there is that subtlety there, but this was, the show was done in such a beautiful way that it's 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 right right there front and center yeah 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 because yeah, really uh cool. if i remember correctly in the game you know you meet with bill first and you go to the high school mm -hmm. and because there's a military vehicle with the battery there yeah and yep. you know then you see all this and <laughs> chaos ensues yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i i did not expect that um when he sat down to the piano and and he made his move and I was just like, 
what? <laughs> My gaydar was not on at this moment. <laughs> That's because you were a straight man, Neebs. You don't have a gaydar. <laughs> I was like, good for Frank or uh, Bill for picking that up. No, Frank for picking that up. I was like, I would have guessed. <laughs> I mean, he, when he said it wasn't a girl, I think that kind of gave it away. But he knew. He knew it wasn't for a girl. That's true. I mean, yeah, there, yeah. he probably did pick up on it before then. But yeah, like, at that point, it was a little more obvious, even if they didn't kiss. Yeah. yeah. Even the dinner scene, too. Right before that, as when they had dinner and they were sitting down, it's very intimate. You know, mm -hmm. it's very much, you know, uh, just making sure that he was at ease because he had just come from peeing out in the wild, <laughs> essentially in the, yeah. in the woods for two mm -hmm. days. Right? So... I thought he showed a lot of care even in that dinner scene um, yeah. right before sort of playing music. I thought it was funny when Frank was like uh, getting into it with him and he was like, listen, I'm not just banging for roof right here. I'm not, I'm not a whore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to need to stay for a few days. <laughs> I was like, what a time to negotiate. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, it's if yeah. you have Nick Offerman's cooking at that point, right? Yeah. You don't want to go back to a quarantine zone. Like, that food yeah, looked amazing. Look, it really did. I wasn't, really did. I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if Frank was gay. I thought he was just, you know, you know, he's trying to live. <laughs> he's trying to survive. He's like, I'll do what I got to do. Well, if, <laughs> you've seen him in, uh, if you've seen him in White Lotus, I think you know his character. So, I mean, yeah. going from White Lotus to, to, you know, Last of Us. You know, Wait, who is uh, he in White Lotus? He's the manager of the Hawaii Hotel. That's the same guy with the, yeah. with the uh, New Zealand accent? Australia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, with he, was, he was great exactly. in White Lotus. White Lotus is a show that, like, I have mixed feelings about. Because it, it, it makes me feel so cynical about life after I watch it. I don't feel good. It's the opposite of Ted Lasso. Where, like, I watch it. It's just, like, these horrible people making horrible decisions. Uh, but it's a well-made show. We can do well a whole made. episode on that. Like, a whole compare and contrast of, like, how we feel between the two shows. Yeah. Last of Us and White Lotus. Oh, that'd be fascinating. That would be funny. Um, <laughs> that would be something. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool. If everybody in this world lived like the people in White Lotus, I could see why Bill hates everyone and wants them to die and he's happy. I mean, <laughs> I will be honest. I hate everyone now. So yeah. I get it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a see, tough it world out there. How it depends on where I'm at with my antidepressants. Sometimes I'm happy. Sometimes <laughs> I love the world and everything is sunshine and rainbows. And sometimes I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Everyone sucks. That's my general conclusion. So I just learned to manage it. Oh, man. You know, but it's I like, like this. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead I was just going to say, this is a t-shirt that my wife has. I like coffee and like two people. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's that's... <laughs> like coffee yeah, that's and two so... people. Accurate. So that's the kids, right? Not you. You know, one of these days we got to get the missus on the so, so just so she can clown you. <laughs> I, I know. So I told her about I told her about uh, your bachelor shows, and she just started laughing. I was like, "You could bring a friend." So or me, that would just be it'd be basically jazz and <gasps> I just just walking. We've through done the that before. We. We've brought a brought couple on, on the show. Oh, yeah? And, yeah, we brought on a couple on, on the show, and all they did was argue with each other, and it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. And me and Jazz <laughs> were instigating fights between them. It was hysterical. It was <laughs> great. It was so great. It was so great. <laughs> it was one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> she would just look at him like, no, that's not what you said. 
We got yeah. an edible arrangement. I feel bad for the stuff we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so and her husband. That was so funny. Uh, that was a great episode. <laughs> um, all right. So um, we kind of see them, and, and uh, they fast forward three years, and they're a couple, and they're happy, and they're, you know, everything is great. And then they're like, you know what? We need friends. We need to. We need to freshen up this place and make it look presentable. And he's like, for who? For friends. And like, we don't have any friends. Yeah, then he goes, the government are all Nazis. <laughs> that was a great line. That was, was so like, good. <laughs> he was like, you're a 911 is an inside job, doomsday yeah. prepper, thinking the government are Nazis. And he goes, the government are Nazis. He's like, well, not then. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> Little did we know. Uh, so funny. Right. So no, funny. I believe the fight was a good callback to the game because in the game they had a fight and a falling out, and then Bill and Frank separated, and then that's mm. how Frank went off on his own and all that right. stuff happened. So the that's fight right. was a nice callback to the game there, and I thought that was well done. Yeah, that goes to yeah, show definitely. you about monogamy when you're the only two people left in the world. They'll still have a fight and separate. What does that nah, tell you? of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all couples fight. It's nothing oh, bad. Like, it's just part of life, you know? Yeah. I don't know. You'd think, you think the zombie apocalypse might might keep you together. <laughs> you, would, you would hope. <laughs> well, oh, the game, totally so I'd rather take yeah. my chances out there. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'd rather take my chances out there with the zombies and spend another day with you. That's saying a lot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, the game really did not get that right. <laughs> it did not. Oh, man. Uh, listen, listen. All I got to say is it was a very romantic story. It was very much like, you know, I thought it was really great. When he showed him the strawberries <laughs> like that he made for him, that he traded for the gun, I thought that was really cool. Um, and when he giggled when he ate the strawberries, I was like classic Nick Offerman. I thought that was cool, too. So I, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really funny. Um, but what I didn't understand, and I don't know if the story has at all, when they are fighting with the people who are trying to break into the place, mm. uh, we see that Nick is shot, but Frank is the one in the wheelchair. It's, how did that happen? Nick recovered and Frank is old. Yeah, I no, think he got Frank, some Frank kind was of... younger. Frank is Frank younger than Nick. Has a disease, my guy. Uh, yeah, I think that's. Well, yeah, he had some kind. Of, yeah, he said we we don't have like an, a traveling salesman MRI uh, that's going door to door, and so I think you know he, he has, has cancer. Yeah, cancer. Oh, so we have yeah. to assume he was cancer. That that's what he has. Mm -hmm. Yeah, late stage cancer. That's why he went he off so on faster. his own. Yeah. 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 Well, the irony is that like Nick Offerman when they were running. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm getting so much older than you. And then the irony is that, like, you know, he ended up dying and he was the one who started getting older quicker. Uh, just goes to show yeah. you, you can never take health for granted because he was the one who was super healthy and in shape. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Makes me think. Makes you think. Life comes at you fast. That's why you have insurance. Just kidding. We're not sponsored by that company. I'm not even going to give them a shout out. Listen, I, my life insurance is, is, is super high right now. If I get married and die, my wife's a millionaire. <laughs> I feel like that's so, average for life insurance nowadays. That is true. But listen, it's incentive for someone to marry me <laughs> if I die <laughs> and kill me, apparently. <laughs> this is your Please risk. Please marry uh, me and life insurance. Me. <laughs> 
you, you do realize there are like familial murder suicide clauses in there to where you won't get paid if that happens, right? Well, I, I don't know. Listen, you better be a good murderer. You gotta be. You gotta be able to cover your tracks, lady. <laughs> well, brings one of the girls from you on here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's that's really good. Um, no, what do you what? Do, so we talked about how it differs from the game. It looks like it differs quite a lot. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts about the? The love story and and all that it turned out to be because i think it's one of the best episodes to center on a love story especially an lgbtq love story which i thought was really really interesting i don't think we have enough of those i don't think there's there is one that is as sweet and like romantic as this yeah they try to do it in walking dead but it didn't quite land i mean at least (laughs) you know I, i you you had so many characters, whereas this is the show itself is very intimate, right? It's the last yeah. of us, right? And so it's really focusing on those moments that people have with each other. And you know, the game was all about that. And the show is a lot about that. And so, you know, actually the strawberry scene, my wife loved that. She, that was her favorite scene in the, in the episode. Um, but like, there's some lines, some really good lines that um, they said to each other. You know, when Frank said, just give me one good day, right? One more good day, right? And, you know, uh, I think it's pretty powerful that, you know, love transcends um, and can bring people together, even very unlikely people, right? They were they were polar opposites, um, but yet they still found a way to, um, to, to love one another and to be with one another. Um, so I think, you know, if you had uh, Bill kind of remain, you know, isolated, he would have just been distrustful. So if Joel came around his, you know, door, right, he probably would have shot him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think Frank taught him to really remember humanity, which he probably didn't even have much before even the, the outbreak. Right. So, yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. Um, oh, you're waiting for and... me. <laughs> I just realized. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm going to echo off of that. Like, it was good. It's definitely different than the game, but given how different the times were, I think this was done way better than the game, the way the game did it. It, it was just yeah. really good. Uh, as Raph mentioned earlier, this episode will be up for nominations. I believe it. Like This was just so good. And uh, speaking of representation, I know people will be like, oh, Nick Offerman's not gay. Well, no, I mean, he's not, but he's one of the biggest allies of the queer community. And the actor who played Frank, he actually is gay. And initially nick offerman wasn't even supposed to play this role uh it was going to be someone else and so he stepped in because of skin conflicts so nobody so, better than nick offerman for this i mean so I, I was gonna say yeah, that's him that's phil like when i saw yeah. him i was like oh that's phil i i think a lot of people especially on tiktok and some of the places uh have made the argument that like we shouldn't be forcing uh you know, only gay people to play gay people because it forces people to come out of the closet b- before they want to you know, you're and and I think it happened recently on a movie where people, uh, somebody was playing a character who was, uh, who was I think bi, and people were mad that he wasn't really bi, and he had to come out, and he didn't want to come out, and he was 17 years old, forced to come out because of the backlash. So I think like a lot of people are saying this isn't the way to go about it. it, it we shouldn't do just gay people have to play gay people. A lot of people would. You know, it should be their time and their choice to come out. 
not yeah. the I mean, role that they got. Reminds me of Will and Stranger it. Things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I think, right. Yeah, I think I think it's also, you know, when you have like really good writing, but also you have people that are invested in showing people as people, then regardless of the relationship, whether it's um, you know, an LGBTQ relationship or if it is um, you know, a biracial relationship, whatever it might be, right? You can see people as people and that's how it should be, right? You should be able right. to find that common humanity so that regardless of the type of relationship, you can still find love. You can still find a lot of the values that you would have in an ideal relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shoot, and shoot. as Rachel or as April says <laughs> in the comments, uh, you know, the, this will break barriers. I think this will do a lot of good uh, to quell some of the hate going around and seeing this. Because I know a lot of people are going to watch Nick Offerman for the sake of being Nick Offerman. Like, he was Mr. Parks and Rec. He's the man's man. And then people have no idea how progressive he actually really is. It's it's really good to see this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, very, listen. Very progressive. Uh, Nick was I, in the uh, Parks and Rec. He is libertarian. So even though he's very mm -hmm. fiscally conservative, he was still very socially uh, liberal uh, in a lot of those ways. So I, I totally... Um, feel like he would be able to pull that off. I think Ron Swanson approves. <laughs> Ron Swanson approves. The other thing I want to talk about is like, it makes sense that Tess was the person to reach out to Frank because mm -hmm. like Nick, um, sorry, uh, Bill and Joel are very, very similar. Like they're just so <laughs> similar to each other. And um, they're holding the, they're having the tea party or the lunch party, whatever, and they're holding guns at each other. Uh, it was really, really funny. A Texas like, tea party. I love it. Joel, Joel that shot was called, Yeah. Joel shot first. I thought it was really, really cool. And uh, they both were like, not about it. But then Joel like reached up to him and he was like, listen, there's going to be raiders. You got to do this to the fence. You got to do this. And he was kind of like, I don't like you but i respect you and joel was the first name that came to him when they were in trouble he was like call joel joel yeah. will take care of you so even though he didn't like joel very much he definitely respected joel and we got to mm -hmm. see that at the end Absolutely. very cool it was yeah. just well done like the whole <laughs> sequence of it like <laughs> frank and tess go off like oh yeah let's just go uh you know be civilized humans again and then, yeah. and then bill and it's like wait a second what what's going on here this hasn't yeah, happened yeah. in like 10 years yeah the whole the whole like timeline i wasn't i wasn't prepared for it because i i kept thinking all right now joel and ellie are going to come in okay now they're going to come in okay now but no it and i think obviously that having the years you know prepared me for when they would show up but mm -hmm. i i think the way that it was done was so unexpected but really beautiful um mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I was really happy with how they, they did this. The only gripe I had with that scene was when they're like, oh, I need some gas with lawnmower. I'm like, bitch, go get a push mower. Come on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> save gas. You have a Home Depot right down the road. Go get a push mower. It's seriously. fine. That's that was so genius. funny. That they, had a, they had a whole ass Home Depot. <laughs> <Just raiding. laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the first places he went, gas station, he went to the Home Depot, and then he went to the wine store, and then he came home. So, I mean, genius, like that's, that's a, uh, I, I don't know if I could survive it. I mean, would you guys, do you think you guys would be like a, a bill? Do you think you would be a survivalist? God, no. No, no. I would be so <laughs> yeah, sad. I'd be rough. wandering the woods for friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
he went to the gas pipeline, turned on the gas there, just so yeah. his own house will be supplied. God I, forbid there were leaks anywhere or other explosions. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I would have never I, thought I of any of that. <laughs> yeah, neither. Yeah, now, now I think we know. So I think, I think there. I'm pretty sure there's a zombie guide out there. Um, but this is definitely kind of takes it up another notch. Mm, I yeah. know. Also, I'm very glad he got the the premium fuel. That's very good for your cars, mm. and they you know burn. <laughs> he wants it to last longer. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. you get better MPGs. Yeah. Just just well done on the little details there. Yeah, definitely. Fair, fair. Low key um, preppers in here. Her <laughs> parents know. are okay. So, That's so do you funny. think the low key preppers involves like spices for like biryani or? hundred percent. Hundred percent. First thing I'm gonna go do is go to like a desi like, grocery store, yeah. get like kilograms yeah. and kilograms yeah. of everything, get the tanya powder. DJ Prep Locker is gonna have Sean Masala all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yo, your I stomach's swear. not gonna survive the apocalypse of that Sean Masala, man. You gotta go. But all what natural. a way to go! What a way and I'm anti Sean Masala. I just got <laughs> There's a masala importer here, and they have a warehouse like probably two, three miles from my house. I'm Man, set. You're set. You're Hell set. Hell yeah. Set. Dude, listen. Do you want to eat fruit, or do you, you want to eat jot? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Bro, <laughs> I could eat jot fruit. all day, every day. <laughs> so uh, I gave somebody jot once, this white guy, and he goes, Even your fruit is spicy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's what my mom said. She was like, what? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. That's a, that's so funny. That's awesome. For those who don't um, know, my mom's white. <laughs> wait, I didn't know that. Your mom's white? I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, yep, that's great. Yep, so what, a lot of these things. Huh. What, uh, what is she, like Italian, uh, Irish, what? Um, half half uh, Quebecois, um, and then half, like, mixed European, like, um, Scottish and Dutch and German and just kind of whole melange. Yeah, no wonder you're so handsome. Oh, hey, you, you, hey, 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 European you. beauty standards, all right? We're, 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 we're not going to put them on a pedestal. Everyone's beautiful on also this fair. show. <laughs> <laughs> but but Razi's beautiful on the inside, which is what matters the most. Uh, Thank you, bye. Very true. Thank you, bye. That's right. That's right. <laughs> love you. We love you. Speaking of love, speaking of love, I do want to talk about the note that he wrote, right? Where he talked about, mm. hey, all he wanted to do was save one person. And I, I love that line because it reminds me of like Miss Marvel and the line from the Quran where if you save one person, it says you, you save saved all, all of mankind. And is yeah. that not the entire like plot to the entire The Last of Us game? Because they have to save Ellie. Saving mm -hmm. Ellie will save all of mankind. So yes. like they stole the plot from the Quran is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Neil's a secret Muslim, and we just jump. I know. know. <laughs> Maybe we the writer. No the idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had no idea. It's like, oh, no idea. No, it's <laughs> wonderful. No, that letter had me in tears, man. Like the whole episode, you know, with all this, the love story and everything. I was like, all right, cool. You know, this is cute. I like this. Oh, he died, right? But then that letter, yeah. that broke me, and I, like I had two tears fall down. Like it hit me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just hold out so hope that would was, be alive. Uh, yeah. I thought it was really interesting that they had Ellie read the letter and she stopped right when they got to Tess's name. I, I felt mm -hmm. that. Oh, bro. Yeah. All right. Gl glad I'm not the only one who shed tears. April cried for 15 yeah. minutes. Thank you, April. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. No, I, I really like that. 
Go ahead, Rosie. No, I mean, it's, I know it's beautiful. I mean, I think, you know, save who you can. Um, and he talks about how he changed through Frank, right? I saved him I, and protected him, right? So I think when, when he was saying that, you know, it was both a reminder to Joel of how he failed his daughter, Tess, but he cannot fail Ellie. He cannot. Right. And so I think that's hopefully a motivation because you almost see like this kind of change in him in which he's, he's treating Ellie just a little different. Um, then he's like, okay, we got some ground rules, right? And so I think like, then he's like, okay, this, this girl really is who I need to save. This is what my purpose is, right? Just like mm -hmm. uh, Bill's purpose was Frank, you know, yeah. Joel's purpose is Ellie. So beautiful. Mm. Is it Ellie or is it his brother? It's Ellie, That's, man. It's Ellie, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but his brother's awesome too. I love. Yeah, I, I, love I can't Tommy. wait. I can't wait till he comes back. Yeah, I love Tommy. Right. Tommy's great. Well, we'll see. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Tommy, and uh, I really like how uh, Ellie gets into the car and she's like, "It's like a spaceship." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Put on your seatbelt. She's like, "What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we should have Joel work at the DMV. Oh, yeah, I feel like some people don't know where the seatbelts are. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. That was such a nice touch there, because, like, Ellie's 14, right? And this whole yeah. thing started 20 years ago. She's an yeah. apocalypse baby. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That's evolution. Oh, my God. That's totally evolution. They yeah. had, like, little bits of spores everywhere, and then, like, or... Not in this show that spores because they didn't touch on that yet. But like, yeah. I'm sure somewhere along, like you know, them eating bread, some of the stuff got in there, and then she's just evolving as a human, some natural immunity there. And so yeah. it's beautiful to see that this is how humankind will always survive, for better yeah, or worse. But that, but that means we don't get cereal, we don't get pancakes. I mean, like when they described the outbreak day, I was like, damn. I was mm -hmm. like, we can't have pancakes, we can't have French toast, like. Nothing. Like, yeah, I mean, want to live? We're all on keto at that point. <laughs> I know. I know. Totally. It's like, totally. That's probably how, it's like, crazy. you know, Bill survived. Bill does not seem like a person who eats a lot of, like, it's yes. all meat for him. Yes, it's mm -hmm. all meat. Meat and potatoes. Meat yeah, and potatoes. meat and potatoes kind of guy. Um, Man, maybe yeah, we should do totally. the keto diet. I know, I know right? We do keto. <laughs> I don't know. Um, listen, I just love banana pancakes so much. I don't know what to do. Mm. Put some macadamia nuts on those, and mm, mm. so good. But I did like how they actually explained what happened, right? Because Ellie, yeah. Ellie didn't know, and she's mm -hmm. like, "Hey, some like what happened?" And Joel said, "Well, the, mm -hmm. my best guess is like all this stuff got into the flour and like really important ingredients, and it hit the shelf, and before you knew it, everyone was sick." And I was like, "That makes a lot of sense." Yeah, uh, it's yeah. been twelve Not years, monkeys. and we still don't know what happened in The Walking Dead. They never even bothered to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at least this hey, one got it out in the. In in the in the beginning, like the second episode, they, a third episode, they already explained what happened, and I and I like that. Now I don't have to think about it for eleven years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need to kind of get these out of the way because everyone who's watching these types of shows wants to know, like, what happened? How did this all went go down? Like, you know, obviously, like that's something that uh, I'm glad they just got it cleared out. You know, you have the little, you know, um, Easter eggs or like little morsels in the first two episodes. And then yeah. this episode just explains it. It's it, it's great. I'm glad they did it. And I'm yeah. glad they explained yeah. it the way they did. Like, mm. from a supply chain perspective, <laughs> like, 
how did an outbreak happen that quickly? Like the fact mm-hmm. that it said, oh, all of our flour came from you know certain areas and it got <clears> in here and then it all hit the shelves at the same time. I'm like, that's brilliant because that's exactly how our global supply chains work right now. Like yeah. every little thing, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows like, you know, price of electronics went through the roof during COVID. Like sure. we are so lucky with what we've done as a human race or not a human species to like have something massive like this and then one little wrench in the system will just destroy everything like we gotta be very mindful about that and hopefully make better policies as leaders in the future yeah and it's crazy how much it affects the economy like one war in ukraine and all the supply chains are disrupted and then all of a sudden people are being laid off it's crazy how a domino effect just like makes one Mm -hmm. thing Everything's connected, just like the uh, little tendrils in uh, in The Last of Us. Like you know how like yeah. all the zombie or how all yeah. the fungi are connected. It's just like that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's actually you know I, I think just to to thread those two ideas together. I mean, I mean, we've seen even with the pandemic that both with the supply chain, like how things have have been shook up, but also that this even the spore concept from the game. And like for those who don't know, I mean, basically you would have spores that would spread um, the the virus um, mm-hmm. and get people infected, um, and they'd kind of be in the same ways that that the tendrils were. But um, you would actually have to wear a mask in the game and yeah. go through certain rooms, go through certain buildings that were like spore infested, um, and you did that. I mean, I'd be scared out of my mind whenever <laughs> I went in those because. I knew that there'd be just all types of clickers and infected just running around. But I think the the spores, like we realized with the pandemic that, yeah, it's we the the COVID-19 um, virus is transmitted everywhere. Right. So like it's airborne applying that just like spores. Yeah, applying that. Yeah. Applying that here and with the spores concept. I don't I don't think they could have done it. It'd been tough. <laughs> a lot of people would have started wising up to <laughs> certain <laughs> things about life <laughs> that is true that exactly. is true. <laughs> <laughs> i'm oh, saying man. things we can't say on the air i love it <laughs> well overall i thought this was a great episode so far might be one of my favorite episodes so far of the series and this show has has some bangers so i am super excited about the show and i can't wait for the next one what about you guys oh i'm hyped um even the soundtrack, like, it's just so good. Everything about the so show. Good. They put a lot of work into it. They put a lot of care into it. Uh, I know a lot of the actors and actresses weren't exactly, you know, gamers, but I think they're mm. doing the game justice here. Mm, oh, good. absolutely. There's no doubt about that. I think, like, this is kind of every video gamer's dream to see, like, a game come to life in a way that's done with the amount of care that a lot of these games are are done with right and so mm-hmm. i'm i cannot wait to see where this goes and kind of the journey that um we go on with joel and ellie and the people that they'll meet and the tears that we're all going to shed every oh, yeah. probably every episode i mean mm-hmm. there's, no. there's there's some great beautiful moments just throughout um and i, I can't wait and no spoilers i just you know it, it what you saw in this episode you'll see that kind of care i feel like throughout mm-hmm. mm, nice nice 
Well, that's great, man. I'm super excited, and I can't wait to watch the next episode. Um, I don't know. Should we keep doing the episode right after it airs, or should we do it a day after? Because I feel like some people don't watch it right away, and also the episode's longer than I expected. Today was a. It was like it an, was hour an hour and twenty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, did, uh, I don't know. So we'll we'll consider that. I don't know. Let, if you're if you're listening, if you're watching, uh, let us know if you would like us to move it to Monday, and if you would like us to keep it right after the show let us know what you think well uh we'd love to have your feedback yeah. uh but overall great episode we can't wait for the next one and until next time guys salam nerds peace